Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome into episode number 237 of Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so very, very much for joining us here live tonight in uh, what we call Murph's Fan Cave, the palatial rebel, uh, rebel, the palatial, I swear words on the brain, the palatial uh, rebel, I did it again. You did it twice. The show is called Raiders Fan Radio, for crying out loud, Swag Jeff. Oh my so gosh. in the palatial uh, Raiders Fan Radio Studios. Don't say rebel. No, you know why? Because I'm stealing that line. I'm oh, are stealing you? that line from the guys at Rebel Force Radio because they say that the palatial Rebel Force Radio studio. And so I'm trying to steal that and make it our own. And I failed miserably. Yeah. So props to and shout out there to uh, uh, Jason Swank and Jimmy Mac for holding it down. Welcome into the Palatial Murph's Fan Cave Studios, where we do a little show called Raiders Fan Radio. I am your buddy Murph. Uh, we'll, uh, I'm hosting the show tonight, and I appreciate you joining us live tonight. And everybody that's joining us live on the YouTubes, uh, that is at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. 
America, go to the YouTube right now. Listen to Feel the Burn, man, and go to the freaking the YouTubes and Absolutely. check us out. And uh, and you can uh, do that every Wednesday at, at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific or 7 Eastern, depending on where you're at. And I uh, appreciate all of you joining us live in the, in the chat. And if you're on the audio feed, we appreciate you as well. And you can find that audio podcast just by searching Raiders Fan Radio on any of your favorite podcast services. And hey, if you're an audio guy, Hit us up on the YouTubes, hit the thumbs up, hit the like, hit the subscribe, all that stuff. And if you're a YouTube guy or gal, hit us up on the audio, man. Like, look, we we love the help. Uh, any Whatever platform you listen to us on, share us, listen to us on the other one, because the more the show grows, the more money we make, and the more money we make, the more money we give away, which is 100% of the money we make, to the One Nation Foundation. So please help us do that. So swag... And and welcome my my co-host for the night, the the amazing as always Swag Jeff. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm in charge of the button, so I'll give myself a round of applause. Well, there. there you will. You know, I, I got a couple things there. Uh, so well, wait, it, I had something to say. We'll say it. Okay. So Swag Jeff, you are the uh, social media director for all things online around here. You yeah, do amazing kind of yeah. You do an amazing job with the Instagram. Oh, well, I try. And, and the Tiki Talks, and you do an amazing job with the with the the YouTube, the sharing and the the liking and all the things that you do online. Yeah, all the stuff I do. All the t- Here's I'm going I'm going to call I'm going to ask for a call to action, not only for okay. for you but for our, our amazing Raiders fan radio listeners. We've been stuck on like 3600 subscribers for a while. Let's get that thing to 4 grand. Dude, let's go to four grand. What else have you got to do this offseason, Raider Nation? Absolutely. Tell a friend, make up a brand new email account. We don't care how you do it, but let's let's get that subscriber list up to 4,000 because, again, the more money we make, the more attention we get, the algorithm feeds itself. It's a whole crazy thing. It's way bigger than my brain can comprehend. Yeah. But all I know is at the end of the day, we get more money, and then we give that to the One Nation Foundation. Ab- absolutely. You're absolutely right. And that's, that's a foundation that we here at Raiders Fan Radio have put together to donate to different Raiders fan or Raider charities, such as XOXO Stabler, the Blitnikoff Foundation. I think we've said a couple times on the show we're trying to maybe get involved with Darren Waller's Darren foundation. Darren Waller, that's or, right. Uh, Marcus Mariota's or, or Derek Carr's. I mean, th- there's also sorts of ones that we would love to be a part of so so yeah so get us to four thousand man if we get this is what we're gonna do if we get to four thousand by the time we hit summer for the summer of swag 2.0 oh, nice. you know we're in charge of getting all the swag for that you know you're looking at the bank getting all that stuff you know murph and i kind of take turns and we just buy that stuff and throw it into the pot right there and hey man if we get to four thousand, we're going to have something really fun and special to do. We, we've got we've got a few ideas in the works right now. It's it's going to be cool. If you thought summer of swag was cool last year, just get ready. Man. Just get ready, man. Get I, ready. I appreciate that, and thank you for saying that. Because yeah, we're going to have some fantastic uh, things to give away. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was autographed bottles of intercept wine. Whatever, oh all the different kind of merch and things and, and things that you see that we give away. Absolutely. And, um, and yeah, and, and we'll just give that stuff away randomly, too. If you help us get to, you know, so and here's the thing, too, is that even if like you're like, Murph, I've told everybody that I've ever met that uh, that's a Raider fan that would care to listen to the show. I told them about it. I've done everything I possibly could. Then all we ask you that you do hit the like, hit the subscribe and comment like the, all the amazing yes. comments that go on live. Incredible. Thank you for all of those. After the show's over, 
Make a comment because again, it all feeds that yeah. algorithm. And you can say something nice and long and whatever, or you can say just "f you," we don't like you. Just say something. Just say something. That's say a, something, man. Yeah, just so, say something, or just literally put the word "something" in there, and that would be yeah, fantastic. We would love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So, so speaking of something, yeah, we have a couple, a uh, couple somethings in the uh, chat right here. Yeah. Thank so you. Kevin the Raider nerd with a twenty dollar donation to the One Nation Foundation says, "Hope to, hope to see you guys in Vegas for the draft." Oh yeah, and that nerd wedding that he's a part of. Hey, congrats. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, man. Kevin. Absolutely, absolutely. Congratulations. Congratulations, my friend. And then uh, Fargo Raider, Fargo Raider, with a five ninety uh, five dollar donation says, "This is the way, Sir Raider Nerd." So, right uh, so yeah. So respect to Fargo as well. Uh, some people were saying the Fargo was on nine twenty a.m. with uh, with Q. Oh, yeah, cool, he got a man. call in. So a bunch of people were say, shouting him out, saying, "Hey, we heard you on the radio." So, uh, so yeah, so that's pretty cool. So shout out to Fargo as well. But, uh, but yes. So and I talked to Fargo on uh, email this week. Okay. And he's going to be sending us some goodies that we're going to try live here in the fan cave. We love that. We're going to be partaking in some adult beverages and uh, and some other snacks. Good. Well, and so speaking of adult beverages, yeah. Um, th- this don't is not, drink Bud Light next. Is that what you guys' service announcement? That is exactly what I was going to oh, do. Sorry. Thanks I'm, for I'm stealing my thunder, thunder you I'm jackass. So, it's sorry. okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, so I'm drinking a Coors Light because uh, because before the show, Murph had me try the brand new Bud Light, Bud Light Next, which is uh, zero carb, zero what 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 all's in it there, pal? Uh, zero flavor. Uh, it is zero carbs, eighty calories, four percent alcohol, and one hundred percent ass. <laughs> Please do not drink this. <laughs> Don't drink this. This is really bad. So if you would like to be like Swag Jeff, just grab a silver bullet. Uh, there you go. <laughs> absolutely. And so, And we are not sponsored by Coors Light no, yet. No, but we'll clearly take an endorsement from them. We'll take an endorsement from them. I'll start absolutely. drinking beer again just to... If, if Coors Light... If, look, if, if the folks in Golden, Colorado would step to the plate for the One Nation Foundation, I will sell out and start drinking beer again. L- look, look, man. So we're, we're Raiders fan radio. We're silver and black, and this is the silver bullet. So, I mean, why not? Why The people at Coors Light, what are you doing? We're made, it says made to chill. So are we, pal. Yeah, oh, oh, nicely oh, done, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, you're, yeah. You're, okay, okay, so, and at the top of the show, I was going to talk right. about yeah, something. Yeah, we got to go because we got a quick night tonight. We I know, gotta, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, no, no, no. So, uh, so you you talked about you were trying to steal the stuff from Rebel uh, Rebel Force Radio or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that yeah, was. I love those guys. Uncle Mosh would have whipped your ass if you started talking He'd about that with him ass. there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so so introduce the show and then throw it back to me for the episode number. Pal. All right, so you know what I would say to Uncle Mosh? What would you say? Well, there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> so the chat room says booty sweat. I hope that wasn't me when I got up to go get that thing. I hope, oh, that, I hope, they're, talking about, I hope they're talking about the flavor of the <laughs> of the Bud Light next. And oh, not, you know what? I think that's me. probably what it is. It gets a little steamy here yeah, in the fan pa- case. Paul says it's ass in a can. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not me. All right. <laughs> so I'm self-conscious. So you never know what I, It's hotter in a fan. I got to turn the fan on. Yeah, you do. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's shout out the chat, and then let's hit the contact info, and then let's get into the show. Uh, okay, so yeah, so B. Al is in there, Raider Gears and Thread, Atticus B. Rockin', Daniel Mangus, Kill Jadis, Fargo Raider, Matthew Mangus, Paul is in there, Lencho's in there, Pineapple's oh. in there, uh, Ron the Mater Raider's in there, let's see, Michelle Sweat's in there, we've, uh, we've got the whole crew, man, and so, uh, so before we jump into the proper show, every episode number, Swag Oh, Jeff- you got a thing to do. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. You're, See, I'm slacking. We're I'm doing a, a quick show, a but uh, it's for those of you that don't know, which is all of you, because only Jeff knows this because he sits across from me and was uh-huh. here. I had a pipe bust in the house today. Yeah. So like the plumber's on his way here, so we got to get this thing short because we got to get the plumbers in there to fix the pipe. Yeah, you do. Anyways, there you go. Yeah, you do. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, so we're trying to do a quicker show because because we got people coming into the to the fan cave to do all that stuff, but we're not going to skip a fun part of no, the show. No, we can't. So every episode number, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment and Raider Nation so and relates it back to the episode number. And this episode number is 237. Nice. Yeah. And so we're going to be going back to the year 1978. Ooh, that's a good one. The last year of John Madden as our head coach. But we're going to be highlighting someone that uh, that is that is near and dear to your heart. Stabler. Snake, baby. Let's Snake. Go. So in 1978, Kenny Stabler threw for 2,944 yards, 16 touchdowns, and leading the Raiders to a 9-7 and season. Kenny Stabler completed 237 Let's passes in go. 1978. Nicely done, Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Love that. Love yep. a good Kenny stat. And only to one-up a Kenny stat our contributions to the One Nation Foundation. Absolutely. Thank you to Aaron and Q-Dog Raider for his 1911. He says, congrats to Kevin the Raider Nerd. See you all at the draft 22. Absolutely. We will see you there, Capo. Thank you so much for that kind donation. And also Daniel Mangus with a $10 donation. Shout out the greatest halftime show ever. Wow. Strong. Bold, bold, bold claim there. Strong. I'm going to agree it was way up there on my list. It's better than they've had in... 10 to 15 years. A long time. Blew the freaking weekend out of the water. That's certainly for sure. Who? Exactly. Uh, Phenomenal. I would say, trying not to be a prisoner of recency or in the moment, my second favorite halftime show. Um, But because there's always one that always just, it dominates the conversation. Sure. And you tell them who it is, because I know we agree on this. Prince. It's Prince. It's It's Prince. Prince. In the... Effing almost cursed in the effing rain. Prince and Prince God is the greatest, put on the greatest halftime the greatest show of all time. Show in, in all of, of Super Bowl history. Absolutely. Does not knock uh, at any means or any bit the greatness of no, Dre of and not. Snoop and Eminem. It, it, that was phenomenal. But it's Prince. That's the answer to it's the question. Prince. Absolutely. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email email me? me? Email me. Email me. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Swaggy likes it. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Hey, hey, anyway, hey. Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. 
Good. Oh, oh nice good one, one pal. Dude. We nailed that one. There yeah, we, we did. So All speaking right. of nailing it, there's a couple yeah. people in the chat. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, Tider Raider, $10 donation to the One Nation oh, Foundation. All love and you, respect are for our family. Tyrone Graves, a $5 donation, says greetings and salutation. Fine, ladies and gentlemen, the Silver and Black Raider Nation. Trib- uh, great tribute to Coach Madden at the Black Hole. Absolutely, awesome, and, we're, and that's a perfect way to get into uh, our respect segment. Absolutely. Thank you all so very, very much. And, and although we don't have anything to give away tonight, know that 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. We appreciate you. Uh, goal is twenty grand this year. Um, you know, I just had a, a just a little quick text conversation with our buddy Alex over at Bussin' with the Boys today. Yeah. And uh, he asked about the pod, and I told him that, uh, you know, pod was going great, and uh, and absolutely that we were looking to raise 20 grand this year. And well, so, he uh, needs to speak on behalf of Will and donate about 15 girls. Hey, you let's go. Let's go. Be a wolf. Be Throw a, in the pot. Hey, if you call yourself a wolf, be a wolf. Well, let's go. You know what let's I mean? Let's go. Challenge. Yeah. Um, all right. So, appreciate you joining us here. And so, let's get into this thing. So, Look, here at the top of the show, eh, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but nah. uh, we're Italian. We like to give respect. Hey. And so, look, uh, we've given a lot of respect to this guy here lately, and probably, well, not even probably, we never will stop giving respect to this no, guy. Of because not. he is the greatest uh, coach in the Raiders' history until Josh McDaniels rattles off three state championships. <laughs> hey. Okay. Hey. Dare to dream. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sign me up for that. Well, let's go. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to give Coach – uh, Madden, a lot of respect because uh, there was an amazing, uh, I don't want to call it an event. It was an amazing celebration of life for Coach Madden uh, that happened this last week. And look, for an old school Oakland Raider fan, and even, I mean, even anybody, and I, when I say that, you don't have to be older age wise. You just have to understand or at least have an awareness or a reverence for what the Oakland Raiders were and what John Madden meant to the Oakland Raiders franchise, what he meant to the building of that franchise, what he meant to the city of Oakland, like all the things, I mean, what he meant to the Bay area as a whole. But um, if you have an awareness of that, then I consider you an old school Raider fan. I don't care if you're 20 years old or you're 55 or right. 70, it doesn't matter. Point being though, is that you have to have an, at least a reference point because this was the most Oakland Raider thing that has happened in a very long time and the perfect way to honor and celebrate and to lift up the amazing life of John Madden. So it took place on the, on basically midfield uh, on the, on the, on the, on the baseball diamond there of the Oakland Coliseum. And this was a nationally televised event. It was on NFL network uh, it was hosted by Tom Rinaldi of Fox Sports, who th- that's the guy that produced the Madden special that came out on Christmas. Yep, yep. Um, and they had a whole multitude of guests. They had fans in attendance. And it was just, it was a very, very well done event. And, and again, I call it an event, whatever it was, it, gathering and just celebration. A, it was such a beautiful celebration, man. And so, anyways, so I've got some clips for you. So, first off, of course, respect to John Madden. But respect to Virginia Madden, who yeah. that was her, and you'll hear her, so I'm not stealing her thunder, you're going to hear her later talk on this, that this is where she wanted it to be. Um, respect to everybody that came out, all the fans that came out, respect to everybody that spoke on behalf of John Madden. Like, again, like, you can't get 
more Ra- so as a Raider fan, like yes, they celebrated the entirety of his life, but we're going to focus on the Raidery things, which was most of this thing. And so, gosh, it was just so incredible and so much respect, much props. And uh, so let's check in the first uh, clip that I've got here, and this is Tom Rinaldi kind of introing the event. We want to welcome everybody to a very special night. What we hope is a night for memory and appreciation for reflection and for tribute. One more Monday night in Oakland, a celebration of John Madden, the majesty of his life and legacy. I'm Tom Rinaldi from Fox Sports. We are thrilled that you're going to spend your Valentine's Day evening as it should be in a celebration of love for all of us here gathered together in memory of John Madden. All right, so there we go. So there's the opening line, and then uh, it, it breaks right into from Tom. It goes into a, basically this beautiful panel of people, and it starts off with uh, with an absolute legendary Raider, and uh, and we're talking about Henry Lawrence, and this is awesome to me. And the reason I pulled I pulled just a handful of different clips. The the reverence that players had for John Madden is absolutely unmatched in terms of I think in the history of, of, of sports and especially in the NFL. And when you listen to Henry, and I've cut up some of this too, so it's not – if you go back and watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but this is amazing. He talks about one of his darkest times. This is actually – he talks about something, you know, that was relatively negative in his life, was when he was on the outs with Madden. And what did he do to rectify that? And about – and it's a beautiful message, not only about his relationship with Madden, but in but it's a beautiful message around like forgiveness as a whole and having grace and this is fantastic. So, anyways, let's check in with the big man, legendary Raider Henry Lawrence. Absolute Raider, great Super Bowl rings, thirteen seasons, and a member of the very first All Madden team. Would you please welcome Henry Lawrence? Good evening. I could not stand here and not take the opportunity to say that Coach John Madden was a giant, not just among men, but among everyone. He was a man that could relate to the little guy and the big guy. And he didn't pull the punches. He was real. We had a a dark period that was the darkest part of my NFL because we had a blow up. And my roommate, Morris Bradshaw, told me, y'all to talk to him. And I didn't get a chance to. And we had a blow up on the field, so we didn't speak. You know, we said, hey, you know, and I couldn't stand it. So I just want to mention that no man is too great or too big to ask for forgiveness. And no man is too big or too great to give it. Well, I went in the middle of Coach Madden's meeting, and I said, Coach, I got to talk to you. He jumped up and said, yeah. So I said, Coach, you got to forgive me. He said, oh, don't forget. He said, yeah, tell me I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. He said, you're like a son to me. You could be great. He said, my boys look up to you like your brother. And I said, Coach, I got it. You know, and um, we were back to normal. And I got had to tell that because that was the darkest period of my NFL career. Not a game, but it was just that personal relationship that we had. And I want to say to somebody out there, you need to say, forgive me too, or forgive, please do it. Because time, we don't know how much we got. Dude. Wow. Isn't that powerful? That's amazing. I mean, that just speaks to not only the character, well, obviously of Henry Lawrence, who's telling the story, but of Coach Madden as well, man. Like, you know, Coach Madden tells him, you know, you're like a son to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is, oh, gosh, it gives me freaking chills. All right, so 
beautiful message there from Henry Lawrence. And he goes on to sing. And it's just like this whole thing is like an hour and a half. Like we distilled it down to some sound bites. But please, if you haven't seen it or, or heard it, go out and watch it. Um, all right. So next up, this is cool. So I've got the players on Madden. So these are, do you want to talk about Raider Legends? So listen to this. I'm going to give you the rundown here, Swag. Are you ready for this? Okay. Mike Ciani, Ron Mix, Al Davis, Gus Otto, Phil Villapiano, Mark Van Egan, Gene Upshaw, Fred Bolitnikoff, Lester Hayes, Pete Banizak, Morris Bradshaw, Kenny freaking Stabler, George Atkinson, Terry Robisky, and Art Shell. These are the voices you're going to hear talking about the absolute legend of Coach Madden. And this just, man, I'm telling you, if this don't get you as a Raider fan, I don't know what would. My first impression of John was a gentle giant with a personality. Hey! Hey, throw the damn flag! <laughs> John Madden really had a commanding presence. He was humorous, he was bright, he was intense. He was everything you could ever want in a coach. He was great with players. He wanted to win, and he believed in the Raiders. He believed in silver and black. He had the right attitude. He was smart. He was a very good technique guy. He knew what he was doing. That's the key. There's not many coaches. You can't find one that look and acted like John Madden. Hey, Johnson, get in the huddle! On the sidelines, up and down trying to get a referee's attention. Get over here! <laughs> don't even watch the time. Just sit back there and just throw it. Never plug one on them? There was no doubt when he was getting upset. The world knew it. He was just so animated uh, verbally, physically, and in every way. That was John. He got more excited than the players. He had the passion and the fire. He could psych you up by just talking to you. It fired us up. Loved him. But he had a soft side to him, too. He cared about his players. He loved his players. Coach Mann had three rules. When I talk, nobody talks. Be on time and go like hell when I ask you to. No hair codes, no dress codes, no curfews. He gave us a lot of room to be the kind of player that we wanted to be on the field, be the kind of person we wanted to be off the field. Great mentor. He would say the right thing to me before a game and set me off. Let's start off and stay after the whole game. He knew what buttons to push on each guy to motivate him. I've always said that John's strong suit as a coach was not X's and O's, but his strong suit was the way that he handled us and communicated with us and kept us going in the right direction. He understood each player as they were, the person that they were. He loved everybody, he pulled for everybody, he worked for everybody, and he had no problem helping anybody. He was just a phenomenal person. John helped raise us. He was a lineman at heart. I love John Madden. John was great for us. He was for the players. He would do anything for the players. All right, there it that's, is. Oh, Isn't that amazing, dude? That's incredible. Like, what man. incredible voices, man. Like, hearing from, like, are you talking about, I mean, these are the greatest of the greats, man. Yes, for, for the Raiders. 100%. And so, uh, yeah, so great stuff there. And, and, and appreciate the reverence from the players. And, and, and again, if, if, a lot of folks in the chat are talking about, like, they were watching it, they, if they were tearing up. And, like, yeah, like, that's the kind of stuff you get teary about. Of like, course. I mean, like, you know, that's the, that's the stuff that hits you right in the feels. All right, so 
So to go from the the, the serious notes to uh, the more uh, lighthearted approach, which is what we do around here at Raiders Fan Radio, which is uh, a lighter side journey into the dark side, as we sure. say. Um, <laughs> so let's check in with um, multiple Fat of the Week award winner. Oh my gosh! In the and, Hall of Fame of Fat of the Week. Hall of Oh, he he's uh, the Hall of Fat. A, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? A charter member? Oh, He's a yeah. charter member of the Fat of the Week Hall of Fame. Uh, and that is uh, Bacon Boy himself, Andy Reid. And so <laughs> let's and so listen, this is amazing. So Andy Reid, who 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 is again, you know, he was a big he's a big buddy of John Madden. So it uh, like and so was Mariucci and all these other people that were there. And so it made sense to have Andy Reid there. But look, there's a little thing called baggage that comes along with Andy Reid. And I'm not talking about his caboose. I'm talking about the idea he's a Kansas City Chiefs head coach. Right. Our, 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 our arch rival, the team that we hate the most. Yeah. And, and I told you at the top of this thing that there were some fans in attendance. So don't you know, God bless Oakland Raider fan that was there. They let Andy Reid know what house they were in. An NFL coach of the year, a Super Bowl champion, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, and a dear friend of John Madden's. Please welcome Andy Reid. Listen, this is beautiful. I'm glad I'm out of spinning distance. Yes. It's great to be in the black hole. Oh, God bless you, Oakland Raider oh fan. Oh, my that's gosh. So that's, oh, that's I love great. that one that's always the last dude to go, Raiders! Oh, yeah. There's always that one guy, man, at the Absolutely. end. Absolutely. Uh, beautiful. Well done, sir, whoever you were, man. We heard you loud and clear, and so did anybody else watching NFL Network. Uh, so, yeah, so Andy Reid got his uh, comeuppance for sure uh, for heading out there. But, all right, but I saved the best for last. This is my absolute favorite moment of this entire thing. Uh, the Angel. Freaking Virginia Madden, John's wife, who made a monstrous donation uh, based on all the money that was raised there that night. Yeah. Um, to I, I forget what foundation it was that they were they were they were donating for, but it was a local Oakland or community. Oh, thing. that's great, fantastic. Um, but listen to what she has to say. This is again. I'm not even going to set it up. I'm just going to play it for you and just relish in the glory of this woman's words. This is so good. Virginia, the the natural question to ask. What does it mean to you to be in this space, in this stadium, on this field again? Everything in the world, it means so much. When John passed, I said, I want to have a gathering at the Coliseum. I know he's up there, and I know he's smiling down on all of his players that are here, and all of you people, the fans that supported him for so many years. John believes in the town of Oakland. He believed in the Coliseum. Most of all, 
He believed in the Raiders. I believe in the Raiders. The, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Let's go. A football team. You better ask me some more questions because I'm not a roll. Wow. Isn't that amazing, dude? Oh, my gosh. You hadn't heard that yet, had no, you? No, uh-uh. Isn't that incredible? Oh, my gosh. That's so good. She... I mean, I I wish we could I wish we could answer her wishes of getting another team back in Oakland. I but, know, right? You know. Those, I think those days are long gone. I think those but days yeah. are long gone because there ain't going to be another team that's going to go to Oakland. No, not after all. No, because you got to deal with the city of Oakland. Right. And that's the thing. is, And that's what I won't make a whole big conversation well, point about. Well, that's the reason we made... why we're in Las Vegas. Yeah, and it's not Oakland fan. Like, there's so many, like, Oakland Raiders fans, which, you know, guilty of, like, you know what I mean? Like, from the Bay Area. And that, and it doesn't mean that it's not a ranking system because there's so many amazing Los Angeles or Southern California Raider fans. There's Raider, Raider Nation is global, as we learned with this show. So it's not a ranking system. But ultimately, Oakland Raider fan is some of the most passionate Raider fans that exist. Oh, my god! And gosh. it wasn't the fans' fault. It was a stupid freaking bureaucracy of politicians right. that kept the Raiders uh, from being there still. And Virginia recognizes that. And so she's right. Unfortunately, it will never happen at this point. Um, but, and, and they're going to lose the, the freaking city of – oh, I'm going I'm to stop. But I'm yep. going to say yep. that. City of Oakland is going to lose the Warriors, the Raiders, and the Yays. What's the common denominator there? And right. the teams. Like, just think of it like that. All yep. right. True. Let's move on. All right. More respect, Jeff. Yes. Let's give respect where respect is due. And number 21 speed kills deserves all of our respect. There's a hint of me that's a little salty at the Hall of Fame, just like I was when Kenny got in, that you waited a little bit too long to get the man in. Yep. I'm going to set aside my little, you know, gripe about that. Sure. And I'm, let's celebrate the yep. idea that Cliff Branch it's is finally, 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 finally <laughs> inducted into the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. Let's go. Deservedly so. And uh, and you've look, if you're familiar enough with our show, you've heard us rattle off the stats. You've heard our rants. You've heard our spit takes, all the everything around Cliffy. So we're going to leave our opinions aside because you've heard them already. And we're going to get into the opinions of uh, of those that are his peers, which is way more interesting than our opinion. So let's get into first the announcement. Uh, this came at the NFL Honors where they announced the MVPs and all that good stuff. And let's listen to Derek Brooks announce Cliff Branch as uh, an entrant to the 2022 Hall of Fame. This all-pro receiver was a regular season star and a postseason hero, a three-time champion, a deep threat for the ages, and a Raider for life, Cliff Branch. Here representing Cliff Branch is his sister, Elaine Anderson.
All right, so there he is. So there's Cliff Branch getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall, or at least announced uh, uh, induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, but as I mentioned, let's check in with with his peers. And these aren't, like we heard with Coach Madden, we heard from exclusively Raider players. Let's check in with basically uh, everybody that not only were his teammates, but played against him. You're going to hear from guys like, you know, like Mel Blunt and like Kenny Easley. And like, you're going to hear from a lot of uh, players that played on the other side of the ball from Cliff and had to compete against him. And the amount of reverence is just incredible that they speak of, of, of the man and of the player. And so let's check in with, with Cliff uh, and what, um, what his peers had to say about him. The guy was just a nightmare to cover. He said it verbally, you're not going to cover me. If that guy was playing today, he would blow the top off the record book. You either have it or you don't have it. Well, Cliff had it. When he came on the field, people were totally scared of him. He's a Hall of Famer, period. Deep to the end zone to Branch. It is caught by Branch. Touchdown Raiders. Clifford Branch running a toe dancing. Up pattern down the right sideline. There's a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame, including myself, and the way Cliff played overshadows a lot of us. That's why he belongs in the conversation with the rest of the guys. Art Monk, Lynn Swan, Steve Largen, John Stallworth, no one had what Cliff had. Throwing a deep bomb, going to Branch against Livers. Livers knocks it down, Branch catches it, touchdown Raiders! Oh. When you were in front of him, there was fear there. I always gave him 13 yards of cushion. And even that wasn't enough. You had the game plan for number 21 because if you didn't, you were going to go home a loser. He made defenses change what they wanted to do. Branch came out of the slot, made a move to the inside, and turned out, forcing Haynes to pick him up. They call it creating space, changing the dimension of the defense. They can't come out and put you know eight people on the line. Because then all of a sudden you're man-to-man, and they didn't like that man-to-man against Cliff. No matter how great a defense you are, there are going to be holes. There are going to be gaps in your defense. He's the man that scares you when he leaves the line of scrimmage. Love to see this kind of pattern. It's almost impossible to stop. That gave me other opportunities when they were double covering him, go to the other receivers. So he really opened up the field just being Cliff. He was going against our best guy, and he could light it up from anywhere on the field. He changed the game in the way the game was played as a wide receiver. People start going out and looking for speed and looking for guys like Cliff Branch. Going for Branch. Oh! Oh, and what a spectacular catch. What he contributed to the Oakland Raiders was unbelievable. He's been in so many playoff games, Super Bowls. The stage never got too big for him. Going deep to Branch up the left side, head and head battle. And he makes a diving shot at the 30. He gets up over his country. Touchdown, Raiders! There's a guy that can play during the regular season. Then there are guys who understand how to take it up and rise up to another level because we're not playing for a regular season game. We're playing for the Diamonds. Branch catches it! Touchdown, Raiders! Holy Toledo! Oh, my gosh. I love that. So there at the end, you hear Ronnie Lott say, we're not. We're, we're playing for the Diamonds. Like, oh, yeah. and that's a Clipper three-time Super Bowl champion. Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm saving the rant. 
But yes, I'm so thankful that uh, Cliff is in. And, and of course, uh, you heard it from, from, again, some of the all-time greats about why he uh, is in and deservedly so. All right, but listen, it's one thing to hear from us, Swag Jeff. Yeah. It's another thing to hear from Cliff's peers. Of course. But what about Cliff on Cliff? Cliff on Cliff. Let's listen to Cliff on Cliff, man. As a kid, you have dreams and, and want to be a professional athlete. I couldn't be more blessed to be in an organization that's going to throw the football. Throwing the bomb for Branch. Touchdown, Raiders! Most defensive backfield are my speed because I can run by people pretty easily. It's been a fulfilling dream. It's been a foundation for me to grow as a man and to have a great career. Throwing the bomb to Branch. I mean, winning a championship is what you play any sports for. It's been my life. It's been the ultimate thing for me to be a part of, and I've been really blessed and honored to be an Oakland Raider. Oh, my gosh. One of the absolute greats, man. My gosh, I'm yes. You, like, if, if, I'll just say this. If uh, you need a new jersey, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Yep. Click the link there to go to Fanatics and get you a Cliff Branch jersey. Yeah, you might have to make one yourself, but uh, but yeah, get you some of that, bro. Get you, get you a Cliffy, man. Let's do that. And, and again, and, and we get a nice little kickback from Fanatics, so just know that uh, that kickback will go to the One Nation Foundation. Yeah. And, and honor Cliffy, man, like that, because you can't go wrong getting a Cliffy jersey. No, you he's can't. a Hall of Famer now. He's a Hall of Famer, man. Like you, you yep. get, He's not going to go to another team. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, and, nope. uh, and uh, Fargo Raider in there with a four ninety nine donation. Appreciate yeah, I was going to shout out all those, uh, uh, please, all those recent ones. Catch so, us up then, Swagger. Yeah, uh, Fargo with a $5 donation. Uh, Julian Cardenas with a $5 donation. And uh, and a little guy called Swag Jeff with a $20 hey, donation to the One thanks, Nation Swaggo. Foundation. Yeah. I go. put on there, are we giving anything away tonight? <laughs> I want two poker chips. <laughs> <laughs> We're just giving away smiles around here, man, yeah, as are. Raider fans, because uh, we can uh, celebrate uh, My not gosh, only Coach yes. Madden's life and, and Cliff's life, but now the uh, Cliff's induction to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Fargo says, I was born in L.A. Raiders, saw my first game in the town as an Oakland Raider fan, went to my first opener uh, as a Las Vegas Raider fan, uh, Branch Hall of Fame 2022. Right on, man. Nice. That's legit. I uh, appreciate you, Josh, uh, Fargo Raider. And uh, I'm waiting for the people to come out with the Branch uh, 2022 Hall of Fame shirts, because we'll be getting those for sure. And if not, oh. if not, you know what? Maybe we'll make one. We, you know what? We might need to make a Speed Kills 2021 20, or Speed Kills 22. That, speed Kills 22. Some, some like, yeah, something. We'll, 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 we'll workshop it. We'll play it. That'll yeah, be we'll fun. Play with um, it. And also talk to our buddy Rich Schmelter, uh, who's a fantastic contributor here to Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, he's up in uh, Ohio. And so we talked about uh, maybe getting together for uh, a little bit of a, a little thing for Cliff's uh, induction this year oh, so we, well, we missed the one last year with of course with flores and yep. and woodson and so uh we had some stuff come up couldn't make it hopefully we can make it to cliffy's that would be that would be awesome yeah uh all right so next up so i gotta tell you swag jeff i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna share i'm a little confessional here share it i know once a raider always a raider okay i get it when cliff was announced Melting chills, melt perfect. Like we knew it was coming, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, all the, all the feels. Richard Seymour was announced, then moved my meter. Like, mm. Mm. alive okay. and well for the Richard Seymour days. I really didn't budge. Like, I get he was a great player. 
I get that his stats were pretty much on par with the Raiders as they were with the Patriots. Came along with an awful losing record and an awful dysfunctional football team, though. So was that his fault, per se? No, but I'll tell you this. I came around, and there was one audio clip that brought me all the way around, and it allowed me to appreciate him as a Raider because, yes, once a Raider, always a Raider, but there are plenty of once a Raider, always a Raiders that have come through and worn the silver and black that don't embody it. Warren Sapp, Randy Moss, same era, right? Yep. Richard Seymour. And as a fan, my perception of him was always of that, that he got traded away just on the other side of his prime, which is what the Patriots do. And he came to the, to the Raiders with an awful high price tag. And him and Tom and Kelly did some good things on the interior, but far from the results ultimately in the win column that we were looking for. So as a fan, I was a little underwhelmed when Richard Seymour was announced. That said, in fairness to the man, this is a fantastic audio bite. And I'm curious, chat room, because we get immediate feedback from the chat room. We've, already, I, got, we've already got a cool one before we play the clip. Uh, Storm says uh, Seymour was a Raider. He got in. Uh, he got in more for the Pats, but he did punch Big Ben, and we claim him as, as an Oakland Raider for that. Well, he punched him. He spit on him too. So like, well, yeah, yeah. And so, but and so for those of you that are on the audio podcast, if you got any feedback you want to share with us, please do that. I'd love to hear that. But chat room, give me your immediate feedback. If you're on the fence like I was, or even on the outs, like frankly I, I probably was, underwhelmed at a minimum. Listen to this, and then tell me what your thoughts are. I often go back to the relationships that I've cultivated over the years. And, you know, I still keep in touch with a lot of my teammates and a lot of coaches uh, there. And, you know, even, um, you know, me and Mark Davis, you know, speak often just in, you know, just the direction of the organization and that, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, for me, uh, it I, I'm really speechless, you know, because you know, football is a lot of me so much. And to be here now as a Pro Football Hall of Famer, um, we'll be in Vegas now. So I'll just come and uh, maybe light the torch for uh, with, with my gold jacket on. Okay. S- sounds pretty raidery to me, man. Sounds raidery to me. He's in constant contact. I don't hear him saying I'm, I'm hanging out with Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick talking about football. Yep. He's talking to Mark Davis. Like, yep. I, I got tons of respect for that. And uh, and so, you know, Richard Seymour, like, uh, I, uh, like he cares or he will even ever hear this. But I, I apologize as a fan for being underwhelmed by your announcement to the Hall of Fame. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And, and we will be glad to honor you. And uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and rep Richard Seymour as, as he goes into the Hall of Fame in 2022. Um, sadly, I can't do it with the same amount of reverence that I have for Cliffy. Well, but... but- uh, yeah, but Raiders are Raider, man. We'll be there, and we will support it and uh, and, and celebrate it. Um, Capo asked me to 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 look up a, a message here from Sean Quinn, aka Bugs Nation. I'm going to read this out. He says, okay. "Murph, can we get a shout out for Daniel? I'm going to mess his last name up. Young, Young, Daniel Young. I'll go with that." Uh, from Silver and Black, Sweden, who recently passed. Raider, oh, okay. Raider through and through, who traveled to Oakland several times. A huge loss. Believe you met him at the Crab Feed. Um, brother, we met so many people at the Crab Feed. Yeah. Uh, and so I apologize that I, I don't remember. But the, thoughts the and prayers to, to Off the that top family. of my head, I'm sure that I would, if you showed me the picture of us, I'd be like, oh, that guy. Like, But anyways, yes. But but uh, much props and much respect to Daniel. And uh, and thank you, Sean, for for calling that out. And and yeah, man, prayers up and condolences for the family. And, and uh, yeah, 
that that definitely when it comes to Raider fandom, once a Raider, always a Raider. Certainly, and absolutely, so, uh, and much respect to, to to Daniel there. So, um, all right, uh, Swag Jeff, let's hit an audio bite and let's get into some uh, some of these new hires going on with the Raiders. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Nobody ah. enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than six years like, wow, after yeah, Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. You know what I love, Swag Jeff? What do you love? I love it when we get infiltrators. Oh, okay. I love it. So, sa- I'm even going to call his name out Savage Sev says, with a bunch of laughing faces, who cares Raiders suck? So Savage said, let me guess, you're a Chiefs fan. You're a Chargers guy. You're, that's usually about the, the only ones that really show their ass in our chat. But how, I'll tell you this, Savage Sev, we welcome all comers. Keep it nice in there, and you can come and play here because we know that your team doesn't have fan-created content, and the ones that do do fan-created content, the very little that it happens, it's all dog shit. So welcome to our chat, and just play nice, and you can hang out as long as you want. Thanks for joining. Enjoy your team, whatever it is. <laughs> all right. So, Swag Jeff, tell us about these. Uh, we've had a lot of... A lot of activity in the oh front gosh, office and the man. coaching staff. What's going on, man? So, yeah, so we highlighted it a little bit last week, and uh, we kind of wanted to break down because there's been a lot of hires since then, since we last talked, and some that we didn't highlight and stuff like that. So, obviously, the big names. We hired a new general manager, Dave Ziegler. We hired Champ Kelly, assistant yes. general manager, which that guy should be a GM somewhere. Oh, totally. You know, so He's got all the, the, the bona fides and the so, resume. So, you know, yeah. so we so we were able to double dip and basically get two general managers. So deal. Sign me up for that. And then of course the big splash. We get Josh McDaniels. Oh, let's go. We get him, man. So, you know, a guy that, you know, had one stint and, you know, maybe didn't go so well, but this guy was a was a sought after guy for Every offseason that I can remember, you know, th- this guy has been named as candidate as, as a head coach all over the NFL. So he he decides to uh, call his home Las Vegas or Las Vegas is home. And, and we, yeah, we're stoked. But so there's tons of other hires that have been made. So uh, so we hired uh, Mick Lombardi. Mick, Mick Lombardi. Lombardi is our well, it's offense. a great last name. Absolutely. So uh, offensive coordinator. Josh McDaniels is definitely going to be running the offense. That so means- this is like a Gruden Olsen kind of dynamic. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Gotcha. But it works, you know. So he was sure. a former former uh, receiver coach with the New England Patriots. So he brings him along. <laughs> brings him along with him. Uh, Mick Lombardi played a major role in New England's uh, red zone planning on the offensive side oh, of the ball. Oh, okay. Which is fantastic because we didn't have that. And when I mean that, we had no red zone offense. None. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, we, your, we would have been Marcus could have used to get into one of those. Uh, yeah, we would have been fourteen and three if we had a little better red zone offense. So, <laughs> so we bring this guy in, and you know, he follows McDaniel's over. That was a huge downfall for us, the the red zone. So, bringing a guy like that in to kind of help and have two minds coming together. But he brought a guy. He brought his guy with him. You know, and it's and it's really cool if you question like, what are we doing bringing all these guys in? Well, that says something about McDaniel's. 
because McDaniels is having all these guys follow him. So obviously, yeah, good, McDaniel, good, great call out, Swag Jeff. McDaniel, you know this is more Let's than go, just dude. this is more than just us talking about. You know, oh well, we're bringing the Patriots to the West Coast and all this and that. It's like, about the man. Not it's about the man. That's not a good call out, yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying, Damn, man. That's this why you're one of the best co-hosts in the biz, man. I, I agree with you. I would say I you're t- the best, but Mosh would slap the shit out of me if I said otherwise. Well, so, he, ain't, yeah. he ain't here, so well, you know, you're the and best. I didn't even see him in the chat. So right, yeah, so you're ab- the best, absolutely, Jeff. absolutely. <laughs> so so yeah, man. So uh, yeah, he followed. People are following him because he's a good man and a good coach and has a good plan and a good scheme and all that stuff. So why not bring him? So they decided to bring, uh, let's see, Carmen Brasillo. Uh, he's our new O-line coach. Hey, welcome he's coach. Paisan. He's, yeah, man. So he's a former, he was the former Pats O-line coach. So another guy that he brings along with him from new England. So, okay deal. You know, he's another guy that followed McDaniels and then, uh, Bo hard, Hardigy? Hardigy? Okay. QB coach. Former Patriots QB coach. Oh, my gosh. So, you know what I mean? So, So it's going to be like Belichick and, like, the Seven Dwarves coaching the freaking Patriots next year. Yeah, dude. We took the whole staff? We took a ton of their staff, man. Oh, my gosh. That's badass. And and like what we said, I mean, that's that's kudos to freaking McDaniels, man. You know? So, so, okay. So, those are the New England Patriot hires that (laughs) we brought into Las Vegas this year. So... We're going to be talking about uh, Patrick Graham. Oh, let's go. Patrick That Graham, was my man. call out last week. That's that was my the guy. call out last That's week. That's my guy. That, I mean. I'm a ride or die for Patrick the Graham. The freaking defensive coordinator from the Giants comes over. Uh, he was actually a finalist for the, uh, for the Minnesota Vikings job, head coach job, the big boy job, and decided to make Las Vegas his home. And Love dude, it. Love Dude, it. and this guy, you know, we talked about uh, Mick Lombardi on the offensive side of the ball for uh, for red zone. Yeah. The Giants were fifth in the NFL in red zone defense last no year. No kidding. Fifth. You want, you, where, where were the Raiders? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably 20th. Dead last. No way. Dead Seriously? last. Seriously? 32nd in the league. Bro, we were that bad offensively and defensively in the I red mean, zone. You're right. We'd well, be 14 I mean, 3. Think if we about have... it. Think about it. When we were watching games, drinking Coors Lights, doing all that stuff, getting all pissed off, yelling at the television, because every time the opposing team made it inside the 20 yard line, it was a freaking it was a touchdown. touchdown. It was a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it was almost a guarantee. Unbelievable. So, you know, so yeah, so bringing this guy in that knows how to defend red zone, okay, deal. Sign me up for that. So we're all super excited about that guy. And then we bring in uh, Antonio Pierce. Yeah, so I got mixed on this. So check okay. this out. All right, so back in the day, and I, I, I didn't have time. Again, pipes blowing up in the house here. Okay. I didn't have time today to pull or define the soundbite. I will for next week. Antonio Pierce, once upon a time, was a linebacker for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. He ran the rate. We went into to, to the Meadowlands. Got blown out by like forty against the Giants. This is in that Richard Seymour era, right? And well, and I'll that's never and that's, it seems like every saying, era since we get blown out on the East Coast. Well, that's true. But I'll never forget him saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "I've never played in an NFL game and seen an offense quit like the Raiders quit on this day. We dominated them, we punked them, and they quit playing football. And it was like, and I was like, Mister F Antonio Pierce, after <laughs> F that the, guy, F that guy." But you know what, though? If he's willing to take a job now with the Las Vegas Raiders 
and knowing what, who he was as a player and that edge and that attitude and if that's what he's going to bring to the coaching staff on defense and especially like yep let's f and go man yep, absolutely like, I may feel a certain kind of way as a fan about him when he was on the play when he was on uh, a player but look at he's on our squad now so now he's one of our guys like let's go man yep. I'm all about it now totally. Totally. I totally agree with that. And, you know, and and a thing that I that I'm seeing, like a, a, a trend that I'm seeing, he's bringing in leaders on every oh, different position. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like he's bringing in these leaders. So big so Antonio, personalities. Yeah. So Antonio yeah. Pierce, obviously, we, we know him as, as you know, he but he's a former Super Bowl champion. Uh, he was on he was he came from Arizona State. Uh, all that stuff. I mean, well, he was coaching at Arizona State before he came. Right, here, right, right. You know, yeah, but yeah. but he was like the head coach at Arizona State. So we're bringing in all these guys that have like led full teams. Oh, like, so legit, you're bringing in all these. What guys. happened to Herm? Wasn't Herman Edwards the head coach at Arizona State? I don't know. Was he? Not, he was just Arizona. You play to win the game. Uh, I think it was just Arizona. Wasn't no, it? he was, was at Arizona, Arizona State. State? Yeah, some oh, doubles. Well, yeah. well, that was ten fifteen. I don't know, ago, I'm not, dude. It was like three weeks ago. Shit, I don't know. Well. <laughs> Antonio Pierce had a cup of coffee with Arizona State okay. as the head coach, and then came to play. Oh, okay. yeah, came enough. to coach right. with the Raiders. Right. So, uh, so then with <laughs> jackass. Uh, so Chris Ash, Chris, let's not Ash. skate over my Herm Edwards impression. By the way, I'm proud. Of, I don't even know how it came out on air. No. But it, inside my head, for a first attempt, I thought it was legit. It was good, man. It was thanks. good. Here, right. here, I'll give you one of these. Okay, thanks. Hey, hi, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hell of an impersonation. Okay, ready? Yeah, you ready for the follow up? Okay, do it. Hello. Hello. Take one. Thank you for that, Murph. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Chris Ash. We hired him as our uh, as our D <laughs> as our DB coach. Uh, he came from the Jaguars, but he also oh hey he, uh, well hey, hey, you know he, you know easy he, with that. Well, he coached uh, he coached what's his name um, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, turned, he did turn him into a superstar. Okay, fair you enough. know what I mean. Well, so Jonathan Cyprian probably absolutely oh, absolutely. So deep uh, cuts there, but. He was a former Rutgers head coach. Oh, nice! Dude. So we they hired another okay. head coach. So see the trend starting to you're starting to see the trend and all that. So Paul says it was like Caliendo was in the building. <laughs> hey, no kidding, man! Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I dig it. Uh, good call out, Jeff. No, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, so then Jason Simmons, who uh, we hired as a secondary coach, and this guy played in the NFL for a long time. I think a lot with the Texans and stuff like that. Okay. So and uh, and he he was a safety. So every every place that he's coached and stuff like that, he was a coach of the Panthers, I think, last year, and he primarily spent time with the safeties. Which Aaron the Q Dog Raider is going to love that because they're going he's going to work with Abram. Let's go, and he's going right, to work right, and he's right. going to work with Maring and all that stuff. So 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 we we love that uh, Rob Ryan. Ah, Rob Ryan. Let's give it up for Rob. Wait a minute. Not Rob Ryan. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, it's hold on, Uncle hold on. Freaking Mosh. Who is it? Murph Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? It's Rob Ryan. It's it's Rob Ryan, <laughs> Uncle Mosh. Look, if if you don't follow us on the, on the socials, and I I don't have my phone or but, listen to or watch us on the YouTube. Oh my gosh, our Uncle Mosh is a one hundred percent doppelganger for Rob Ryan. It is, and it's it's like. People say that like, oh, he looks like this person or like that person, whatever. Oh my gosh, no! Like Uncle Mosh, like same body type. They're the same age. Yep. They have the same hair. Yep. They have the same facial features. They wear Raider gear. Like yes, Uncle Mosh. When we go to Vegas for the draft, I promise, I pr I will have footage of us walking around and Uncle Mosh and people approaching him, going, Coach. Like and ready to like him to, like he already said he's gonna practice Rob Ryan's autograph. Like he absolutely will crush 
the idea and like and we won't try to like fake people out but maybe we will but it's going to be beautiful because he really does he looks dead on like yeah him. well and, and you know and that's why we're excited to get him honestly i hope he does well he's the we hired him to be the senior defensive assistant coach you know so so he's going to be working She's behind in charge patrick of Graham. so pretty much yeah he, he'll be passing out orange slices on the sideline you, yeah. you know but and that's cool but you know but yeah we we're excited because he looks like freaking Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh, man. Yeah, that's Uncle Mosh just needs to grow his hair back out. He's got to grow it back out. Yeah. Oh, that's mandatory now. It's mandatory. Mandatory. Like, that's He's got to do it. Nuh-uh, no, He's got to yep, do it. Yep, Absolutely. Yep, and, yep. you know, and I'm begging him to come to Vegas. Oh, he's going to be there, dude. He'll do it. And he's going to be there. Yeah. He's going to be there. Vegas, yeah. yeah Mosh in Vegas. I don't know why we're with him. Mosh in Vegas is the best Vegas. Kind of makes it creepy when we talk that low like that. Hey, what are you doing? If you haven't seen Uncle Mosh in Vegas, you need to do that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my gosh there's like so, seven people that have seen mosh in vegas and no one's ever seen mosh and rob ryan in vegas at the same time and you never will nope and you never will nope so uh so the last right, so the last hire that that i do want to talk about <laughs> um yeah it was it was a really weird turn <laughs> that we just took right there uh tom mcmahon Tom McMahon. Tom McMahon. Yeah. So uh, we've hired him to uh, to replace Rich Basaccia as the special teams coach. So and is he making his Royal Rumble appearance, or that was no, that was last week. So Tom McMahon. So is, what is that like? Tom O'Mac? Is that what we call him? Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm asking yeah, okay. questions on here. I don't sure. Know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. He coached 16 years in the NFL, and he's been with teams such as uh, such as the Chiefs, the Rams, the Colts, and most recently the Broncos. So. He's got an inside take from the Chiefs and the and the Broncos, so so we love that and we love the inside information that he's going to bring. And he's got big shoes to fill. I yes, will say, I will say that absolutely. And everyone's going to be you can't lo- even fill them. They're so big you can't fill you them. You just can't fill them. You can only hope to like freaking like halfway fill in for, for Coach Passaccia because huge void there. That's it's a that's huge the, void. That's the loss that we probably won't come all the way back from. Good news though is that like we talked about last week, we got three absolutely stud special teamers. So as long as they get the blocking and all that stuff taken care of, long snapping field yeah, goal it's kicking, an easy job for for Tom to do. You know, it's it's not going to be difficult. Right, we've we've right. got a pretty solid special teams, but but as far as just in the locker room and stuff like that, I mean, I, you can't fill the shoes that Rispasachi is leaving behind. Amen. Uh, you know, but so I but I do want to give respect to another guy in the coaching staff that was okay. That we got was, more. Wow, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, but this guy we're familiar with. Okay, it's Edgar Bennett. The wide receiver coach. Oh, let's go, dude. Yeah, so I wanted to give major respect to him because out of all the coaching changes and all the things that have happened within this organization over the last year, year and a half, whatever, whatever, he's the only guy that got retained. So he's been with the team. That's it. He's been with the team for a little while now. So, you know, and and he did interview this offseason for the Bills offensive coordinator position. So he was a sought after guy. Okay. You know, but he decided to stay with the silver and black and they brought him back in. You know, they saw what he did with Hunter Renfro this year. Oh, my gosh. Even Zay Jones late in the year. Zay and all that stuff. Yeah. uh, Bennett must have set his alarm clock to make sure he was at the facility first so Derek Carr could throw passes. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you, Edgar. We appreciate that. First in, last out guy. First in, last out, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so, so uh, speaking of last, we're going to hit a break and we are going to come back and uh, talk a little more about coaches and stuff. All right. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. <laughs> 
Did the Patriots try to trade for Derek Carr last season? I, I know nothing about any of that. <laughs> oh, that's the right answer, but it just shows how much you love Derek Carr. Yeah. But yeah, Derek, look, I, I'm excited about this. Um, Derek and I had a chance to talk the other day, had a great conversation. Uh, I've competed against him a number of times in his career. He's done a lot of great things in this league, took this team to the playoffs, uh, you know, was, was super competitive all year long. And, you know, it's and now it's exciting to join forces here and, and see what we can do to put the best group around him. I love the nucleus there. I mean, you, you got your quarterback, you got your running back, you got your tight end. Um, I, I love Crosby, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, how close do you feel? You're in a very, very competitive division here. But Yeah, no question. Um, yeah, no, look, we have, we have good players. And, uh, you know, in the National Football League, every year there's change. Every year there's a roster construction that needs to take place. And uh, this will be no different for us. Um, I'm excited to partner with Dave Ziegler and and in that process and try to uh, improve this football team in every way that we can. But there's no doubt that they had a, they had a successful season. Uh, It didn't finish the way uh, that, that anybody, you know, wants to finish, you know, it happens for one of us out of 32, but um, you know, getting to the postseason, you know, four guys in the Pro Bowl here coming up this week. Uh, there's definitely some talented players on this team that we're going to get to know, uh, and we're looking forward to, to that process. All right, so guess what? Okay. For 2022, uh-huh. Mark Davis is going to be your owner. Right. Josh McDaniels is going to be your head coach, and Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. Okay. Get over it, Raider fan. Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. If you had any doubt... All you got to do is listen to that and know the amount of respect and, you know, not only respect. Well, what am I, what am I trying to say here? Josh, McD- the respect and the value. We'll say that that Josh McDaniels has for yeah. Derek Carr as a quarterback. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, and if anyone was, you know, still doubting at the end of the regular season, like what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, we saw a Derek Carr that we haven't seen maybe ever. You know, that this red ass Derek, this pissed off Derek that came in and freaking balled out. You know, I mean, plain balled and out. simple, the guy balled out the last month, month and a half of this season. And, and before all the Gruden crap went down, he was on an MVP pace. Totally. Like, dude is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL totally. early on until the garbage happened. And look. But he was, and he was still top five in yards, whatever, for, at the end of the season and stuff like easy, that. Easy, Hondo. But I mean. Well, yeah. but, seri- I mean but seriously. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, well, right, right, top right. five in that stat. Right, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, say yeah, he's right. a top five quarterback. Of course not. But, you know, yeah, I mean. Is he well, worth an extension for two years, Jeff? Yes. Yes. I do. Yes. yes. I think I th- that's the answer. I think that's the answer. Because what that, else are we going to do? Well, we're not going to trade. Look, we're not going to trade him. We're not Marcus trading is, for Deshaun Watson. D- Russell Wilson's not coming to save us. No. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming to save us. Right. There's nobody to draft. Josh McDaniels is not rolling into the head coaching role and going to rebuild this thing and draft some schmuck wherever from. He's not going to pull Zappy or whatever the guy's name is from Western Kentucky. What? Right. That ain't happening. Well, like, so easy with that Raider fan. Like, look, like you got to consider, like, I get it that you get frustrated with Derek. 
I do too. I, I understand you get frustrated with the fumbles. I do too. I get understand you get frustrated with the turnovers. I do too. The lack of red zone efficiency. I do too. Like, I get all that stuff. Like, there's not an argument you can pose in criticism of Derek Carr that I would disagree with you on. But what I will pose to you is this. What else do you want? Right. Like, seriously, like, what's the alternative here? Like, you got to no, consider I... that. What's the alternative? And when we talk about, like, what the contract terms could look like over only two years, like, and, and that's truly, and I know, like, well, he's had to prove a deal for eight years. Well, you look, he's going to have two more years to prove it. He's going to have two more years to build around him with a coaching staff that has faith in him. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Swag Jet. Okay. I was asked a question earlier in some of our chats about, like, you know, how can you have faith or whatever. Look, I'll tell you this. As, as a Raider fan, I'm tired of being tired. All I can do is control my fandom and the passion to which I root for this football team in which I love and bleed silver and black. I can bitch about the quarterback. I can bitch about the owner. I can bitch about the coach. I can bitch about anybody, and none of it's going to change. So I choose to root for the Raiders that are and not the Raiders that aren't. Okay, So what the Raiders that are is what they're faced with this quarterback that's getting ready to, uh, to, to play. And so, look, man, like there is no savior coming to the team. So this is the best option that we have available to us. And despite all those criticisms, it's going to be Derek. That's going to be your guy. Like there's no way to move away from that in, in to where it would make sense. There's not another option that's glaring. And cause if that, if the, if the argument is we'll start Marcus, Look, no, I know you love hey, Marcus, and I like Marcus, And too, I don't want him to start. But he's not – that's not the answer. Like, that's not – yeah, he wins at KC, and, like, yes, all those things. But that's not the consistent week-in, week-out answer. No. What's the consistent week-in, week-out answer? At least for now, it's freaking Derek. So you give him a couple more years, you see where it goes. Okay, so let me – and, and I'm a, this is what I meant to say. This is the first time since 2001 – not even two – 2001, we can say – we have a top-notch owner, like, and, and that's not taking away from Al. That's not a shot at Al. But Al was making decisions, at least from our perspective as fans, that were starting to get like, whoa, like, what was that? Like, what is, you know what I mean? Like, it was starting to, to, you didn't quite know the direction of the organization. It was a little volatile. It was all those things. We're starting to build. Mark is not that. Mark has got this team more valuable than it's ever been. It's got it more consistent than, than not a, I'm going to say more consistent than it's ever been, more consistent than it's been in a long time. Front office, top notch. Best front office we've had since 2001. Because back in 2001, it was only just Al. And even despite those questionable decisions and things, it was still freaking Al Davis. So now we've got GM, assistant GM, like all the, the consistency that we have across the, 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 the front office, the best it's been since 01. Coaching staff. Historically, the best coaching staff we've ever had since 2001. Name yeah. me one better. It ain't Art Shell. It ain't Tom Walsh. It ain't Norv Turner. It ain't whoever. Like, you throw them all out there. This is it. Even Gruden had question marks. Gruden was the, came out of the booth. Josh McDaniels ain't coming out of the booth. Josh McDaniels is coming out of the one most innovative offenses. In his that, prime. In his prime that the NFL has ever seen. So, And then you talk about the players and the nucleus of the team, the young, the youth, Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, yes, even Derek Carr. And Colton Miller, like we could, Alec Ingold, like I could go on and on. We are healthier now than we maybe have ever been, and uh, not ever been, going back to 2001. So I, I pull your Raider fan, like I get the frustration around it. I totally understand, but like, 
have some faith. There's a lot to lock into that's positive now. And I know we find positivity every year, but right now, Jeff, I'm telling you, in terms of like, do you look at the sheet top to bottom? Bro, it's healthier than it's been in 22 effing years. I like it. I like when you rant. Thanks, man. I like it, man. I like it. You know, so I love this shit, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you lo- yeah, you love the shit. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I but I agree with you. You know, I, I think I think a lot of people were just wondering the dollar amount that we're looking at. Cause we're oh, looking, is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about with Derek Carr paying this guy thirty five to forty million dollars a year. And a lot of people, is he worth that? Is he worth that? Right, because that's the narrative. $40 that, million, dollars, what's he done? Yeah, but that's you know, but that's the way the NFL is going, man. Quarterbacks are just freaking getting paid. And and look, and, and I don't mean to jump in. I'll make it, the point quick. Okay. NFL contracts do not pay you for what you did. They pay you for what they think you're going to do. Right. It, Derrick Henry ran for a gabillion yards, and the Titans were like, eh, not sure if we're going to pay him. Why? Because they don't know what he's going to do. You don't get rewarded for what you did. You get an advance on what they think you're going to do. And it's an important distinction for us as as fans to understand that, that they're not paying you. So if you say, well, Derek Orr only made two playoff appearances the past eight years. Yeah, I agree. But that's not why he's going to get paid. They're going to pay him because they think he's going to take them to the next level. Next year. It ain't about this last year. It's about the next year. That's why he's going to get paid. Well, let's let's look at Josh McDaniel's coaching history. Let's see the people that he has coached and he has led. People like Tom Brady. Even this past season, Mac Jones. Those guys play similar games to Derek Carr. So this is what he's familiar with. He's familiar with coaching this type of player. So if he feels comfortable and he's the guy, and clearly we heard on the Dan Patrick show that he wanted this guy last year, uh, okay. Well, you know, so he entered a great situation. He's got his guy. He thinks Derek Carr is the guy. He knows Derek Carr is his guy. So, okay, let's, what are we bitching about? Let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? I totally agree. And and that's a great point there. Like, yeah, they wanted him last year. He wanted him last year. I I would be willing to venture this Raider nation. Uh Uh-huh. Josh McDaniels does not make the move he does to the Raiders. If Derek Carr isn't their quarterback. Yes, he made a move uh, uh, that coincided with Ziegler because that's his guy. They're best friends. If you got a job and you said, hey, come with me to this place, eh, probably go. You're my guy. Right. But point being, though, so like, but if it's not a good situation, are you willing to put your reintroductory into the into, into the head coaching space at risk on a quarterback you're not so sure about? Hell no. Right. He's coming because he wants Derek He wants Carr, to coach Derek. The end. So, when we look at the numbers, so $40 million, quote $40 million. But really, we're only talking about $30 million because what they're looking at is 40 over two years or 40 times two, but he's only getting 20 this year. That's the thing. So, Raider Nation, you got to do that math. Like, he's not going to get that $40 million price tag. He's going to get like a $33 million a year price tag, which is fair for Derek Carr for two years. Like the answer is yes. You defer the money opens up cap space. And if, if for those of you that are like, Oh, we don't, we got to sign Max Crosby. We got to sign Hunter Renfro. We got to sign blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get it. We got to sign a lot of guys. I got a freaking list here. 
Here's who we got to sign. Well, or maybe, whatever. But here's the, the expiring contracts. Alec Engel, Brandon Parker, Casey Hayward, Darius Phylon, Deshaun Jackson, Gerald McCoy, Jonathan Hankins, Keyshawn Nixon, K.J. Wright, Marcus Mariota, Mark Carroll Lee, uh, Nicholas Morrow, Quentin Jefferson, Richie Incognito, Solomon Thomas, and Zay Jones. Guess what? They can sign Derek to $40 million a year and sign everybody on here and Devontae Adams and have room because we're going to have like $55 million. So save me the freaking money argument. It ain't yours to spend anyways. God dang it, Jeff. Fiery tonight, bro. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. For the record, I did not say sign Brandon Parker. <laughs> yeah, please don't. No, hold on. I'm just saying that was a list of expiring contracts. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and and some of those will expire, and we'll just let them go and bad, we'll just, and then we'll just move along. And, and you know, they'll go play for the Oakland don't sign invaders. Brandon Parker. Just save that little bit extra money, and yeah. and have Marcus be your be your you know third down option quarterback. Yeah. That's what I want. That's, man. What, t- That's what I want. I want him to be Taysom Hill of the Raiders. Applaud yourself. Yes, that's all I want. I don't want him to start, but I want him to have a specific role on this team. And you know what? I think Josh is going to do it. I think McDaniel's is going to do it, man, because he he's he's innovative. He likes to create. He likes to do different. He knows what this new NFL is turning into, and you have to have that dual threat at some point. And Derek does have some speed. He's got a little bit of wheels when he needs to turn it on. But you know, he ain't got Marcus wheels. He ain't got Marcus wheels. And so you know, and so we saw like a tiny taste of that in one of the last games of the regular season when you saw Marcus throw the ball. We're like. Like, oh my gosh, like Finally. we've been we've been begging for that all yeah. year long. Put him back. Because it ain't like he can't throw. No, is my he an gosh. elite passer? No, but he's still an NFL quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah, you still hit Delaney Walker. 100%. So why can't he hit Darren Waller? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so so yeah. So yeah, totally. So right. we are in the Sea of Fans mailbag or Let's the Sea of Fan mailbag because we don't have a whole <laughs> lot of stuff to get to tonight. The Sea of Fan. Yeah, that's the Sea of Fan, man. So uh so we've got some emails. All right. So if you would like to email the show and email us an indefinite number of times, you will become a made man or a made woman on Raiders Fan Radio. And you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com, the very inventive name that we created here at Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> and so we have a few emails tonight. All uh, right, Jeff, who we got? Uh, hello, RFR family. Well, another season has come and gone. And can't we be glad about w- that we didn't have to see Mahomes' brother uh, doing a stupid TikTok on the sidelines of the Super Bowl yet again. The game went down to the wire, and the halftime show was incredible. Now we look to the draft where our beloved Raiders, uh, what should we do in the draft? I think free agency is going to tell us a lot uh, about where we focus come draft day. The free agent I would love to see in silver and black is Devontae Adams first off. He is a beast, and he'll be catching balls from his high sc- or from his college quarterback. This duo would be a lethal combo for sure. What does the panel think? Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, Proud Made Man, Gemini Award winner, Sore Loser Award winner. P.S. I'm working on going to the draft in April, so fingers crossed I can make it. Go Raiders! 
Good job, Daniel. Good job, Daniel. And yeah, no, I I agree with that. I'm I'm st- I'm still I'm still hoping for Devontae Adams, man. Oh I'm gosh, still money, I'm that's, still that's, hoping that's for that. Right oh my gosh, yeah. And what a hell of a shot you got there, pal. Cool? Oh my gosh, if you're if you're listening on the audio podcast, Murph has got a, a close up on Swag Jeff yeah. in the fan camp. All right, so we're going to keep it in the family here with this next email. Oh, is it Matthew Mangus? Well, yeah. Uh, hello, RFR family. Well, here we are. The Super Bowl is coming gone. He's plagiarizing. Oh, you, no. This is what you do. Okay, let's start this over. So Daniel Mangus says, hello, RFR family. Well, another season is coming gone. Matthew Mangus, hello, RFR family. Well, here we are. The Super Bowl is coming gone. <laughs> That that's like when you copy your buddy and you have to change a couple words around in high school. So, so Mosh is right. Like, are they are they like the same person? Uh, they might be. Well, either that or they're just sitting right next to each other typing it. Uh, and the Raiders still haven't played in the big game. But this isn't your typical Raider off season. We finally have direction and an owner who has his eye on the prize. Uh, but before we explain what Mark Davis has done, let's flash back to 2011. Al Davis is gone. Raider Nation is shaken to the core as the Maverick joins Gene Upshaw and the other Raider greats at the Rainbow Bridge. Mark Davis has, uh, was unknown at the time, but took over as the new owner of the Raiders. In the 11 years since he's taken over, he's increased the value of the team, got us a brand new state-of-the-art practice facility, and the Death Star. True, the product on the field hasn't been the best, only two playoff runs in the last 11 years, but the future is so bright I've got to wear shades. McDaniels is the perfect hire for uh, Derek Carr, and I fully believe he can keep Carr playing consistent football year to year, and that's all I want to see. Now for the hard part, that is uh, his contract. Depending on who you ask, we have a top five to top fifteen quarterback going into last year of his going into the last year of his contract. Do we keep the base the same and backload it so we can uh, fork out some cash now? I fully believe he's earned a new deal and a pay raise, but I would rather get the deal done now than have him ball out and cost more. I have full confidence in our front office and their ability to make the right decision. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud main man, Gemini Award winner, protector of the Godfather's chair. Oh, let's go. I like that one. That's very cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. So, thank you, Mangus guys, for for getting a couple emails in. Absolutely. And now we've got an email from our buddy uh, over across the pond, man. Uh, evening, everybody. Oh, Hope hey, you- Paul. Yeah. Evening, everyone. I hope you're all well. There's only one place to start this week's email. Clifford Branch Jr. Come on. Cliff played his last game for the Raiders in 1986, which I believe made him eligible for Canton in 1991. The only Hall of Fame committee will uh, only the Hall of Fame committee will be able to answer the question as to why it took him so long to get inducted. Personally, I hope the shame keeps them awake at night. Cliff is arguably the greatest Raider ever, wide receiver, uh, r- greatest ever wide receiver, and is now in his rightful place amongst the great and the good. We can look forward to another special night later in the year when his family can pay their respects and tell the rest of the world what we've known all along. The campaign must now turn to another deserving Raider that needs to be recognized, and my hope uh, is what next year will bring to him. Foo, Dave Dalby, and my personal goat, the Judge. Uh, oh, yeah, let's go. They need to wear the gold jackets. Amen. Elsewhere, the Super Bowl was okay. Nothing special, but it was nice to watch one of the, uh, watch one of the first in the last three years. 
I thought the Bengals were going to steal it in the end, but their weak O-line and Cooper Cup proved to be too much for them. The Rams didn't do anything special until the last drive of the game. In fact, once OBJ picked up his injury, they looked void of ideas and confused as Andy Reid at a salad bar. (laughs) But special players will always come through and do special things, and Cup and Aaron Donald did what they had to do in the end. Funny how they filled their roster with star names, but the guys that mattered in the end were both drafted. I was getting ready to watch the game, food and drink, and all the usual stuff when I heard this sonic boom come out come from somewhere out west. I couldn't make it out uh, as to what it was, but then I checked my Twitter feed, and the news was coming through about DC's contract extension. Suddenly, it all made sense, and I realized the noise was half of Raider Nation exploding with anger. The week, uh, the week before we went on a four-game winning streak, I said I wouldn't extend DC uh, four. And I and I still wouldn't if it was if there was another viable alternative. But there is not one. There is no quarterbacks in this draft this year, and there is no reasonable trades on offer either. None that wouldn't require us to give up a mountain of draft capital anyway. So sensible. So the sensible approach from everybody is to extend extend his current deal as team friendly as possible, though nothing stupid, and move forward. Uh, we went through the period uh, went through a period last year where the middle ground eroded with DC, and it was either for or against him. I feel like that middle ground is back, and that's where I find myself right now. An awful lot of the nation wants him gone, but I'm still not seeing that as a sensible constructive constructive alternative. So I'll love him and support him as always, <coughs> as long as he's wearing that jersey and the shield. In my best Torello Terrell Owens voice, that's my quarterback. Let's man. go. That's my quarterback. So now the season is out of the way. The real work starts for Coach McDaniels. We are a little over two weeks away from the Combine and about a month away from free agency. In particular, this year, the free agency period is going to be huge for us as, uh, and, as ever, will dictate which direction we will take in the draft. So there, will be an, a, uh, so there will be the usual amount of mock drafts and discussions galore on who's available. The excitement and anticipation is fantastic. Everyone likes to see the star names, but I really don't care about that as long as they fit the system. That's what matters to me. I want us to be aggressive, balanced, and consistent. I do think there will be some surprises along the way, and one or two established names could be moved on. For example, can we trust Jonathan Abram's shoulder anymore? If, we were, if we're playing in more of a 3-4 defense, will it be worth it holding on to Yannick Ngakwe? <coughs> will a new system suit Corey Littleton? Uh, one or more interesting ideas I heard the other day was which should we move Colt Miller over to right tackle and look for a new left tackle as it's an easier search. And I'm going to go uh, with a no on that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but good point, Paul. Um, yes, th- no doubt. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. So there are a few more questions than answers right now. We're all shooting in the dark in the minute as none of us know how McDaniels and Ziegler are going to approach things. Are they on their way, or are they going down the Patriots' west route, or are they going themselves and doing it their own way? McDaniel said in his recent press conference that one thing he regretted back when he was in Denver was that he wasn't himself. He was trying to be a mini-me of Belichick. Uh, He has the perfect chance now to be himself. While I'm on that, I still keep reading there are concerns over his record at the Donkeys. Don't let it concern you, folks. He took them through two years of trash, and that's a positive thing, as... (laughs) And as good as a purple heart for me, I'm still sad. uh, I'm still sad to see the back of another season, and I'm desperately trying not uh, trying hard not to look at the calendar to see how many uh, days we are away from August. 
Uh, I do love this time of year when everyone is back at zero and zero and we're all plotting our way again to 17 and 0. Silly rumors, uh, silly rumor season has started for sure. One account on Twitter suggested that the Packers will be willing to spend 45 million on Aaron Rodgers and 35 million on Devontae Adams. That should leave 15 players left on their roster once they've blown it all up for that amount of salary cap. That has uh, that has to be a rumor, doesn't it? Stay tuned, folks. It's about to get really busy in Vegas. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Wow, let's go, Paul. Phew. You okay, Swago? You know what? I read that like an effing boss. You rocked that I'm, email. I've been working on my reading skills, and I didn't have any Jim Beam tonight. <laughs> and it's just it makes it so much easier to get through these things. When man. you don't have a swollen tongue, it's not bad. And Holy so, uh, but but hey, listen. Much respect to Paul there. Uh, His Paul emails Brin- are always just perfection. Paul is the freaking capo of the emailers, and, yes. uh, and we appreciate him each and every week. And thank you to Paul, and thank you for the Manguses for their great emails, and uh, and we and we celebrate you. And Paul always shows up in the, in, in the chat room. And Paul, it's like so it's um it's like winter time here, and so Paul is in uh, Shropshire, UK. So it's like spring, and like it, it, we're we're at nighttime, and so it's like what lunch. Uh, yeah, it's got or brunch maybe. Yeah, it's like brunch. Yeah, because I think as soon as or we it's start, four in the always... morning. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Paul, what time is it? <laughs> Paul, what time is it, pal? What time is it? And you know what? And listen, I'd be much. Uh, uh, was it reprieved? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Whatever. It's this. Paul. 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 Paul, Appreciate you, chat room. Aaron the Q Dog Raider says Swaggo be reading. Hell <laughs> yeah, J- bro. Kill Jada says Paul, Paul, Paul. And uh, Paul Kil- says spring in four weeks. It's 1 35 a.m. <laughs> oh my god. Th- so that ain't even close to lunch, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> math, Paul. We don't do math or time zones around here. Uh, so, but appreciate you, Paul. I normally wake up at 135 kind of hungry too, so it's morning for me. Uh, like uh, I'm ready for a little brunch. Are you? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Get you a little mimosa, a little. Some eggs, a little eggs banny going on. Oh, oh dude. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Let's go. Okay. All right, so let's go. <laughs> so from the emails where you can uh, email us anytime at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, if you email us an indefinite amount of times, you could become a made man or a made woman. Or you can call the show at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. That's the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline. It's over 24-7, except on the 8s because we do weather and traffic. Um. <laughs> oh my God! But anyway, so call the call the Raiders fan radio hotline at at that number, and uh, and if we play your message three times on the air, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman. And uh, so, and and we call this whole segment the Sea of Fans Mailbag. But but tonight we have 
one call. So it's the sea of fan mailbag tonight, one to, one to reference. Uh, but, of course, we have to kick it off with our capo. He is the leader of the made men and the made women. He is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and we love him so much, and we uh, always uh, respect and love to play his calls each and every week. So let's check in with our capo. Greetings, Don Murph, Underboss, Sonny, Consigliere Uncle Ma, Swag Jeff, Sergeant at Arms, the big Raider trucker. Ron the Mater Raider, Young Chili Dog from When the Universe Speaks, and Splatterhead McCann from Inebra Nation. Nation? The Super Bowl, you know, it's now an afterthought. And the Rams, they're the new world champions. I only watch bits and pieces of the game. I mean, honestly, I had no rooting interest. I'm a Raider fan for life. So what in the hell does that mean to Raider Nation? A new hope. Outside of all-world defensive tackle, Aaron Donald, and a bona fide number one like Cooper Cup, the Raiders are built very comparably to the 2020 Rams. Insert Josh McDaniels, Dan Ziegler, um, Patrick Graham, uh, just to get us to the next level. Ideally, adding a number one wide receiver um, through free agency and, of course, offensive linemen through free agency along with drafting uh, a wide out in the first round, possibly an interior defender. But I really want to go wide out, and I'll explain that more later than Going all defense with the remainder of the draft, starting in the middle and building outward, you know, that might have us walking that line sooner than later to get that championship. Now, reports originating from Fan Nation indicate that Deshaun Watson has targeted the Vikings and the Buccaneers as destinations for his 2022 services. Now, I can give a frog's fat ass if that happens. The point (laughs) is, Watson will not be receiving massages in Las Vegas as a Raider. DC4 will be our quarterback at least for the next couple of seasons, and it looks like he's going to be extended to somewhere around a 40 mil per year, you know, extension. It's just the cost of doing business. I mean, if anybody else wants to piss and moan about it, I mean, you can call me on the big Raider trucker hotline. You know the number. (laughs) AB, yes, that AB, now a free agent, and has reportedly drawn interest from several NFL teams. Really? Now, ESPN analyst and former NFL executive Mike Tannenbaum suggests that one team should consider signing Brown, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, hmm, they don't have a number one wide receiver, and A.B., and according to some reports, um, has been working out in the offseason with Lamar Jackson down in Florida. They clearly have a rapport together, and, you know, they could be a great tandem on Sundays. Look, where will Brown land? Who cares? Yeah. All I ask is that the Raiders right? get one last crack at his ass going across the middle. Oh, now, the let's Raiders go. wide receiver Let me do it. exposed last season after they lost Henry Ruggs, especially on fourth and everything in Cincinnati in the playoff game. USC standout Drake London, and isn't that the most porn star name ever? Uh, <laughs> I will likely be gone whenever we go on the clock this coming draft. Per Seth Trackman of Yard Barker, Yes, he's a Chiefs fan, predicts that Chris Olave from an Ohio State University, uh-huh. um, who's a great route runner and an excellent fit for Josh McDaniels' offense, will be the pick. To the contrary, I suggest that the Raiders go back to the future and roll tide with Alabama wideout Jamison Williams. Now, standing 6'2 and 189 pounds and running a blazing 4'2540, here's a scouting report. He has very good hands, and he accepts the ball fluidly on most throws and is ready to make a play afterward. Makes catches in traffic and even going up over taller defenders with verticals and toughness that are above average. 
he is a, a monster with the ability to stretch the field vertically. And isn't that Raider football after all? Williams has, you know, basically been Alabama's productive pass catcher, and he's also had two kickoff returns for touchdown. A slippery runner with an elusive um, set of foot skills. His footwork is, you know, top-notch. He combines speed, balance, quickness, vision, and Chris cuts and leaves defensive backs, you know, basically standing in the dust. As a pass catcher that dominates at the start of, of the route tree, Due to his explosiveness, I mean, this guy's yak is off the charts. He fits his own system and can, you know, sift throughout oncoming traffic and explode through tiny creases and cutback lanes. He's an elite darting stop-and-go accelerator. A high school standout track star who won the Missouri State Championship. So he's used to beating, you know, people in the greater Kansas City area. I love it. Similar Crimson Tide stands out, you know, that compare favorably would be, of course, Jerry Judy, although he's even more explosive. Silver Linings, former Giants linebacker Antonio Pierce, a Super Bowl winner, has just been hired as our next linebacker's coach for the Silver and Black. Welcome to Raider Nation, baby. The hit list. Jackson Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, A.B., Roger Goodell, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Tyrone Boger, Gene Sterator, and Insurrectionist. Root. Damn. That's great, man. He got my blood boiling talking about A.B., man. Oh, dude, right? I'd love to catch that dude going down the middle of the field, man. Oh, my gosh. F that One dude time. forever, man. Forever. He wouldn't need to take his jersey off if I was on the side. Oh. I'd knock that son of a bitch right off of him. Oh, let's go, Swag. Right off of him, dude. Oh, let's go, Oh, my dude. gosh, man. You know what? And there's rumors that him and Kanye West are trying to buy the Denver Broncos. Good. Do that. Oh, please. Put that, just just dig them into the ground. Oh, my gosh. That would be, be beautiful. beautiful. And, 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 and Brittany and Jackson Mahomes, I hope, are part of that ownership group. Like, yeah. all the, like, just just put everybody that we can't stand. Just oh, my gosh. Philip Rivers. Wouldn't that be great? Just put, yeah, I hope Philip is, like, you know, head of football operations. Absolutely. Oh gosh, just hand him Absolutely, yeah. Masters. LaDainian Tomlinson is their running oh. back coach. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I hate that guy. Tomlinson. Yeah, you do. Oh, my gosh. Killed us. Was the worst. Anyways, great stuff there from Capo, man. We appreciate you uh, so very, very much, Capo, for holding it down. And uh, we got one more to get to. Before I do, though, I think we might have missed this. Um, I want to uh, uh, call out Ebony Graves yes. with a $10 donation. Yes. She said, thanks for all prayers from our Raider family. Our daughter is making some progress. It's been a long month, but our faith is strong, and the fourth, uh, the force is strong in my family. Raiders! Nice. We appreciate nice. you, Nice, absolutely. And, and, and then uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear, also about a $10 donation, says that uh, he does, he's not able to join all the time. Uh, I can't remember. He made, a, he made a joke about being being lost in the woods or something like that, being, being the Raider Bear. So, uh, oh, so yeah, about a $10 donation from him as well. Oh, so, thank you, Schmucky the Raider Bear. Yeah. Those of you that are on the YouTubes there, you can see us there. I got the... Uh, the, uh, fix, the Fix the, his head, pal. What, what, oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, now give it a little shimmy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Anyways, though, but, uh, but appreciate you, Schmucky the Raider Bear, and I appreciate you, Ebony Graves. Thank you so very, very much. And uh, yeah, much prayers up. Uh, for your daughter, and glad to hear that uh, she's got a recovery in, in yes. play. And same thing with Miss Libby, and same thing with Aunt Kathy. Man, like we got a lot to pray for, and uh, and and we are we are confident that that, uh, that those prayers are not unheard, and that the uh, recoveries will be made. So we uh, yes. we we, uh, we uh, much respect and uh, much love to all of you that are that are going through a thing. Um, all right, next up, let's uh, go to the Sea of Fan. Because we got Capo, who's always in. <laughs> but let's hear from Kill Jadis, and then uh, we'll award our Sizzler Award. Well. Things are looking up for us. We're getting a solid coaching staff 
It's too bad the associate isn't with us anymore, but out of everything, I think we are having a good off-season so far. Too many Patriots. What? There are too many former Patriot coaches on our coaching set. Why is that so bad? I get the feeling we are trying to copy the Patriot blueprint, and I don't like that. Several teams have tried to copy and paste what the Patriots did to be successful, and they all failed miserably. Do you know why they all failed? Because none of those teams had Bill Belichick. We need to have our own way, the Raider way. Hopefully McDaniels can create our own blueprint for success instead of trying to copy and paste the Patriot way. Well, geez, Gilgitis, just give the guys a chance to work first. I am giving them a chance, but I still have the right to be skeptical. Oh, cheer up, will you? Hey, guess who's our new senior defensive assistant? It's someone we all know and love. We don't know the new senior defensive assistant. Raider fan radio's own Uncle Vaughn. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see everyone clapping their hands and applying for Uncle Mush. He's come a long way. Dude, he's got the guts. He's got the mind that'll make Julius Caesar jealous. And he's got the cojones that'll make camp. What? The Raiders hired Rob Ryan, not Uncle Mush. What? You looked at the picture of the article, didn't you? And he didn't read the title. Um, you didn't read the title, kind of like what happened on the 1st of February, didn't you? You made the same mistake again. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. My head and body still hurts from that day, you know. Oh, give it a rest, will you? You got me out of a real pinch there, but don't get your ego up. Do you think, do you think Arfar knows about the 1st of February, about what happened at the 1st of February? Well, if they don't, all they have to do is go into their email, Murph at RadioStandRadio.com and look at the email that we sent on the 1st of February. And after that, listen to the voicemail that you sent them. Well, what if they already did? What if they already played the voicemail? And this is a follow-up to that voicemail. Well, double the pleasure. And double the Macho Man Raider Savage. Oh, yeah. Nice. Ah, nicely done. Nice. Good job, Jadis. Oh my gosh, too funny! So I got his email. So I, I, I don't know why I missed it last show. Okay, because we were taking time off and like all that stuff, anyways. And so I missed it. And then now I'm like, well, it's been so long ago now. I'm not going to play it. So there, <laughs> so now you got that one. Nice. So yeah. Anyways, but look, the good news is for you, Kill Jadas, is that you have a, a really a high percentage of winning the Sizzler Award. So we award. Uh, <laughs> What? You're supposed to tip me off on who's going to win it, Jeff. I'm not. You just wait, 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 say your damn thing. Let's do that again. You have a really high percentage chance of winning the Sizzler I, Award. <laughs> so the Sizzler Award is what we award to the best emailer or phone caller of the week. Uh, and uh, when Uncle Mosh is here, he awards the Sizzler Award. When uh, when Uncle Mosh is not here, it goes to Swag Jeff. <laughs> Swag Jeff apparently already has his mind made up. And it's not Kill Jadis. And Kill Jadis, we love you. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have, hold on, Kill Jadis. I'd have picked you. That freaking guy in number six over there, he's against you. He don't like you so much. I, I freaking love Just, Kill Jadis. What are you talking about? Well, then why don't you give him a sizzler award? Because it's not your damn job to do it tonight. <laughs> Next week, I won't show up and you give all the damn hey. sizzlers to Kill Jadis. Hey, why you, I love Kill Jadis. Why you got to go that way? Kill Jadis is one why of my favorite. Why you got to threaten to take your ball and leave? 
Well, I'm just saying, man. Let me do my damn job, and All you right. sit over there and click your buttons and change your cameras <laughs> like you do. All right. Okay. All right. So, kill Jadis. Can you kill Jadis is around here. Kill Jadis. Uh, yeah. Kill Jadis is one of my favorite calls every single week. Every time He's I great. see his name on the rundown, I get super excited. Uh, so let's run down these calls. Okay. Again. All right. Let's do it. So let's let's run let's them look, down. You can do it on one hand. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> So we had Daniel Mangus call, uh, send an email in. Uh, he he just wants some Devontae Adams. That's really oh, that's let's really, go. I'm with them, that's dude. really I'm what he's totally talking about, and, I, and I'm all about it as well. Matthew Mangus's brother, who uh, plagiarized part of the email with him, uh, he said that uh, said that he's good with Derek Carr's extension. He likes it. He wants it, and he's good with McDaniel's. And then of course we heard from Paul. Paul, the, yeah, with with an amazing email. Uh, Kill Jadis. Who uh, he he's not in on the on just building the Patriots here in Las Vegas just yet. He wants to see them prove themselves, but he's excited to see Uncle Mosh on the sideline uh, for sure. And so Fargo Raiders got his back. Fargo Raiders says I can't subscribe to this nonsense. We are and always will be the Raiders, not anything West. Because somebody said the West Patriots. Absolutely, so that's a fair point. Absolutely, absolutely. So tonight's Sizzler Award. All right, and we don't get to do this very often. <gasps> We don't get to do this <laughs> You're very. You're gonna give a double that's not kill Jadis. No, I'm not gonna. No, okay. just let's stop pissing on my damn parade and let me give away this effing award, okay? So the winner of episode number two thirty seven's Raiders Fan Radio BRT <laughs> Sizzler Award goes to Aaron the Q Dog Raider. I am the Sizzler. Well, you can't do that. Uh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Sizzler. 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 Well, Sizzler. 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 All right, hold on a minute. Okay, let's do it. It's not that he doesn't deserve it, but he deserves it every week because he's the capo. How do you give capo the sizzler? Aaron did her. Uncle Mosh did it a few weeks ago. But that's different. Well, I wanted to do it. <laughs> I like this call. I like this call more than any of the other emails or calls of the night. So you're just going to just gonna crap on all everybody else? <laughs> This week, Murph is going to be giving away the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Murph, who do we have tonight? I would vote for Capo. Would you? <laughs> would you? No. Who would, who would you vote I, for? Because Capo gets it every okay. There's a reason okay. he's the Capo. Because okay, that's, that's why we made him the Capo. That's why Stop we named him. Stop giving the, me the Italian hands. That's why we Stop named Stop giving the, me the damn Italian hands. No, look at it. Look at it. Look. There's no, no disrespect. But, like, th this <laughs> no is. No disrespect, but you're totally wrong. <laughs> well. But you're stupid and wrong. There's a reason. So, like, okay, we give Capo. Capo's the Capo. He's he's elevated. He's the head of the table. The BRT Sizzler Award. The reason it's named BRT for Big Raider Trucker is so it's in honor of him. He can't win it anymore. So you got to give it to those because otherwise those same people would win it every week. Like it's and it's okay that they would win it every week. But so it's just like a default that they're the the best of the best. That's why Capo calls every week. You know what I mean? Like it's so like he would be in the at a minimum be in the running for it every week. So you so you so you give everybody else a chance to play. Well, you get off your damn soapbox, please. I'm just you've saying done, you've done you've you, done that enough tonight. And we were trying to go an hour twenty tonight, I'm and we're an saying. hour and forty seven. All right. So All right, you uh, pick so, who you want. So this is what we're gonna do. All right. This is what we're gonna do. Now you gotta do what I. What it's your thing. It's my thing. So <laughs> shut the hell up and let me do my thing. You damn jackass. <laughs> So okay. this week, okay. Paul, you got your pen and paper out? <laughs> Paul says that I can give the award to Capo. So, okay. So there you go. So, so Pineapple has a $10 donation, says aloha, guys. Great show as always. Oh so, 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 it? so, it was until you 
put your damn nose in it. You messed it all up. Oh my gosh. So pineapple okay. with a ten dollar donation, and Thank then kill Jada says, "Okay, fine," but apologize by playing the voicemail I play. Uh, I emailed next week. Swaggy, I'm not mad. I'm just very disappointed. <laughs> Shut okay. up, Kill Jadis, because you get a Sizzler, too. So we're giving away two Sizzlers right, tonight we on go. Raiders Fan Radio. So Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, you get a Sizzler. Kill Jadis, <laughs> you get a Sizzler. There you go. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Murph butts in on my job. Apparently Murph runs this fan cave. Paul oh says gosh. there is a yellow flag on that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, well, wh- under further review, we've decided that uh, <laughs> that uh, that the play stands. Well, and and Capo himself says, as a Sizzler uh, ineligible emeritus, I accept Swaggy J's approval for Sizzler. All hail Big Raider Trucker. Okay. So, listen, I'm willing to be overridden. It's a democracy up in here. Good. Okay. So, Capo's got one. And Kill Jadis has got one. Congratulations. And, and Kill Jadis says, Ah oh, ha, ha, Swaggy doesn't like Kill Jadis anymore. <laughs> I gave you a damn sizzler, Kill Jadis, and I love you, man. <laughs> My gosh. Storm says, Put your Italian hands away it was almost as funny as when Mosh beat Swag. Yeah, because um, you're sitting there doing all this <laughs> shit to me. What, what, what is this? You've been doing this all night. I don't know if it's because your pipe's busted and you just you're mad Italian guy I'm and you just whatever, night, but man. you're doing all that. I am fiery. Put your damn Italian. I swore. Put your damn Italian hands away, man. Jeff, hey Jeff, I love you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Key Dog Raider says Swagger doing swaggy J shit. Right. <laughs> damn yeah, right, Aaron. All right, let's hit the hit the music, man. Let's get out of here for the night. Thank you so much, everybody in the chat room tonight. Thank you yes. for all, all of those of you that contributed tonight, and I'll leave it to Swag Jeff to shout you all out. Swag Jeff, you're the freaking best co. You and Uncle Mosh, you know I love you. Well, yeah. And we got a lot of fun in here tonight. And somebody asked, you guys are best friends? Yes, we absolutely cl- are best friends. <laughs> clearly. 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 We're not fighting. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so appreciate you, Raider Nation, man. We love you guys so very, very much. So, hey, check it out. Uh, find us out there at, at the draft. We're going to go every week here at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, on the YouTubes, 4 uh, p.m. Pacific, yes. 7 Eastern, every night up until the draft before we take our break. But Email so- Uncle Mosh. Mosh, or uh, send him a tweet or something like that. Tell him to get his ass to Vegas to for get the draft. get his ass to Vegas, man. Get let's his ass go, to Mosh. the draft. So Let's, let's go. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Fargo Raiders, Storm, Tyrone Graves, Lee B, Kill Jadis. Love you, bro. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Schmucky the Raider Bear, Paul, Lee B, Storm, Tyrone Graves, Ebony Graves, Ron the Mater Raider. Thanks for holding it down tonight, pal. Uh, Pineapple is in there. Fargo, Foxy Scorpio with a $5 donation says, You two are like an old married couple. <laughs> FNA, right, man. Let's you know what I'm go, talking about? Right. Hey, you want to talk about something? We raised $150 tonight. Oh, let's go. $150 man. Let's bucks go, tonight. Bro. We didn't give a damn thing away, but we got to see, you guys got to see firsthand why Murph and I need to go to counseling. <laughs> So thanks to everyone for joining us for another fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. Find us everywhere you listen to your podcast, the YouTube every Wednesday night, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Let's not forget, folks, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Just ask Virginia Madden. 
You know what I'm talking about? Bro. Nice. Good pull. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good night, folks. We love you. See you next week. See you. Bye. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.